once I believed in myself, you know, then it's like, I can do this. Right. Right. And then it's just a matter of how soon and how fast and how much do I want it? Things are complex. You guys just taught me to do this. And that was the main thing is the mindset once I believed in it. And that was a big conversation with Steve Diamond where you guys told me this is what you need to do. But you don't know, right? Are you sure? Will this actually happen if I do this? Will it work? It okay, you say this, but road, yeah, you, all these doubts, right, that you yeah. have that you can be like, oh my gosh. It's, yeah. But I had that one-on-one with Steve, which was great. And he just gave me a very honest answer. Said, listen, if you do what we tell you to do, you know, I promise you that you will be successful. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful mortgage brokers. Join your host, Scott Peckford, on I Love Mortgage Brokering. Hey, Broker Nation. Scott Peckford here. Welcome to ILMB Rookie Mortgage Broker Podcast. Every Friday, we talk to a rookie who is making waves in the mortgage industry to find out how they're succeeding in today's incredibly competitive market. Today on the show, I have Augusto Aret. I love Augusto, man. So, I met him originally back in uh, the end of 2019. He was a brand new mortgage agent. He had got his license in March of 2019 and had only done a couple deals and we had a discussion and he ended up joining our academy and guys like completely transformed his business. And even more impressive than transforming his business is the mindset shift that Augusto made and how that's trickled into his whole family and life. So on this call, he shares kind of that moment of when things shifted. And it's very rare, often we don't know when a shift happens. So we're thinking one way and all of a sudden, you know, we're thinking another way and we're like, kind of happened gradually. But Augusto remembers the exact moment that it was like, okay, I was at this kind of struggling phase and especially with call reluctance, wanted to talk to people and grow my business. And then I had this shift and it was just one moment. He shared this with me a couple of times and every time I literally get goosebumps from it. So I think you're going to really get a lot of you know inspiration from Augusto on what's possible if you continue to be persistent and persevere. And more importantly, he's gonna give you some things to think about. So maybe you can have that shift, that moment where you're like, wait a second, okay, I can do this. Amazing conversation. So in 2020, he did 10 million, he's gonna do 20 million this year. And this from a guy who had no mortgage background, he was in IT before and, you know, had gone through that whole phase of, is this for me? Can I do this? And absolutely, not only can he, he's doing amazing. Just love this guy and love this conversation. So want to give a shout out to our title sponsor, which is Finmo. So if you are looking for a mortgage application, document collection and submission platform, Finmo is amazing. You go to finmo.ca slash ILMB. One of the cool things about Finmo is you can pull Equifax with them. Obviously, they all do that, but you can determine pretty quick what to do with that client and it integrates with something called lender spotlight which has all these lender guidelines it really helps you especially if you're new figure out okay what do I do with this file quicker so that you can decision things faster finally if you're listening to this and you're like hey man how do I have a breakthrough like a gusto check out a recording that I did go to get 10 funded.com get the number 10 funded so what we did with Augusto, we've helped him a ton but honestly the new program we have right now and I'm not trying to sound at all arrogant it is significantly upgraded from our original program and the agents that we're working with right now are like, oh my gosh, like where were you guys before? And so go check that out. If you are new and motivated and you wanna grow your business, I guarantee you we can help you. So go check out get10funded.com. And thanks again for checking out this episode. Hey, Augusto, welcome to the show. Hey, Scott, happy to be here, thank you. So tell me a little bit about yourself and where you came from. Yeah, so I was born in Peru, where I was raised in Toronto. I came in when I was young with family and all that stuff. So pretty much grew in the GTA area, although I did spend about 10 years working in Bermuda during my first career. And I have a great, wonderful wife, three school-aged boys. And now my mortgage business is my second career. And what were you doing before you got into the mortgage business, like previously to this? 
I guess you could sum it up as technology and analytics. Again, started in the Toronto area after you know finishing up post secondary, and then ended up getting an IT or analytics job in uh, Bermuda, and ended up being there for about ten years. And then came back and did a bit of consulting by traveling back and forth, which was taking me away from my young family. So then I decided I needed to do something different. So when you got into the mortgage business, did you go full time, part time? Like, what did that look like? Yeah. So I guess the honor was thrust upon me. So I had the, my last job in technology there ended right abruptly. So I had to figure out what to do, right? We wanted to stay in Toronto. I didn't want to go back to traveling and doing consulting gigs outside of Canada and that kind of stuff. So I figured out that mortgage business is what I want to get into. I definitely went in full time in the sense that that was the thing I wanted to do. The trouble was that I didn't know what that meant, right? I would just wake up and say, okay, I'm a mortgage agent. What do I do? And maybe I spent an hour or two doing something, but I didn't know if it was effective and I didn't know what else to do to live this life as a mortgage agent. Right. Okay. So you got your license. When was it? Like I got February 2019, just before my birthday. February 2019. And then so in that first year, so February 2019 until the end of February, how did your business go? It was slow. It was just a handful of deals, right? Maybe three to four. And uh, I really was concerned. I didn't know what to do. A lot of fear going on as far as uh, professionally and personally, right? Because money's not coming in. And uh, yeah. And you got three boys and a wife and you got like, there's (laughs) certainly lights of fire, right? You're like, holy crap, I got to figure this out. Um, Yeah. Okay. So then your first full year was 2020. So how was that year for you? Do you mind sharing? Just because again, I like to just share people that you know, I know you went through the valley of death where you're like, oh my gosh, this was hard. And now you're on the other side mm-hmm. of it. And I just want to give people hope that it's possible for them too. So that's why I like to share that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So 10 million, I guess, uh, long story short, at the end of 2020, which is, you know, a good amount of commission, something to make it real, something to put food on the table. Um, yeah. And yeah, that made me say, okay, I got this. I, got, I can do this. And then, so yeah. how is this year looking in comparison? So this is now like you're really your second year. How is that looking? Yeah, so I'm looking at my pipeline there. I should hit 20 million, trying to push it as much as I can in Q4, right, to get above that. But uh, yeah, should be at uh, 20 million. Again, another good year, but I uh, want to keep pushing forward. Keep growing and stuff. Yeah, it's amazing, man. I know that when we first chatted back at the end of 2019, it's amazing to see the growth in you. Like from where you were there, and I'm now I'm like, dude's a stud. Like, you, know, you were a stud then. You just didn't, like you said, you didn't have a path or a plan. So was there any point you questioned that you chose the right industry? So is there any point you're like, oh my gosh, what have I got myself into? Should I go back to IT? Because I know that sometimes new people can get that when, you know, it's harder than most people realize to get going. Yeah, every day, to be honest. Like I said, so I'd wake up, I got, you know, your typical eight hours, uh, you know, at home to say, okay, I'm a mortgage agent. So I do some stuff and then what do I do now? And, you know, at some point I would inevitably go to LinkedIn and see what's going on in my past career and maybe, you know, getting a job back there would help uh, ease the pain. So, yeah, so I did that consistently for a while. And I think I did that into uh, finally early 2020. So once I got into the program and I was doing stuff, that's when, you know, just stopped. I realized, you know, looking back. That's kind of when I just kind of stopped because. uh, Right. You were in the mortgage business, but you still had your kind of one eye on something else possibly. And so what kind of changed for you to go from like, okay, maybe I'm going to do this to like, I'm all in, I'm going to do it. Do you remember like any kind of a switch or what happened there? There's multiple things, but I guess it's just self-belief, right? And that's one thing I credit you and Steve Diamond with changing my mindset, right? Or mm-hmm. Once I believed in myself, you know, then it's like, I can do this, right? Right. And then it's just a matter of how soon and how fast and how much. 
Do I want it? Things are complex. You guys just taught me to do this. And that was the main thing is the mindset once I believed in it. And that was a big conversation with Steve Diamond where you guys told me this is what you need to do. But you don't know, right? Are you sure? Will this actually happen if I do this? Will it work? Okay, you say this, but yeah, all these doubts, right, that you have that you can be like, oh my gosh. Yeah. But I had that one-on-one with Steve, which was great. And he just gave me a very honest answer, said, listen, if you do what we tell you to do, you know, I promise you that you will be successful. You just have to do it consistently and you have to, you'll get over your fear. You'll be successful and you'll be able to do things. So I, I took that to heart. I said, okay, let's go. And that's when I just. The shift happened. Yeah. I, I remember, as, man, as like I say, you, were. you were like in first and then second, third, and just, you know, just started to pick up. So now looking back, you know, a couple of years in, what surprised you the most about the mortgage business? Well, I think it's more a tactical thing. Uh, interest rates, it's funny. I find uh, it's a pet peeve of mine. I want to try to, within the industry, get us to get over this. I find it. there's so much talk about interest rates within our industry, within peers every day. And, mm-hmm. and then we get upset with our clients because they judge us by that same measure. And they get like 50 emails a day about interest rate updates from BDMs or what have you. And amongst my colleagues, we talk about that, but we never talk about sales strategy a lot. We never talk about the things you talk about, like mindset or what other big brokers talk about, like, you know, what is the actual cost of the client stuff? Like that. So I find it interesting how, you know, when it comes down to we're all just trying to undersell each other, but there's so much more we can offer to clients and we don't take time to share that as much and build that amongst ourselves as much so that we can provide great service to the client. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's really interesting. So, you know, I always say there's two kind of skills you need to develop as a mortgage broker, sales and underwriting. Which one was harder for you? Yeah. So for me, it was a sell, right? Underwriting my past career, like I said, technology analytics, it's all about puzzles, numbers. That's all fun, right? And I can sit behind a computer screen and feel comfortable all day, right? And doing all kinds of stuff on the biologics or what have you. But it was a sales, right? So before I got into this, for me, sales was a bad letter word, right? Yeah. Um, and I really didn't know what it meant. What does it mean to sell, right? And I heard, you know, some good things about saying, you know, it's all about helping people. And, but I didn't really believe that, right? So just getting through, like I said, the mindset. And one thing that you helped drill in me scott is we're doing one mindset session we're talking about identifying your why right and again Mm -hmm. you're not the first person to say that everybody's but uh, i went through the practice of identifying my why and i did right and then once i figured that out that turned everything on and i just sort of say okay let's move forward right yeah yeah, the gears just shifted so yeah i remember you shared this with me before and maybe if you're okay sharing it but like you know you were doing game of phone so that's where you get together make calls and you know we do that kind of stuff but you were struggling with that. And then all of a sudden you sort of had this mindset insight that you just came up with all on your own. You came up with this insight and then that insight led you to be like, wait a second. So can you share that? Cause I just feel like somebody listening to this would be like, yeah, I feel the way you do Augusto. you know, sales is not my thing. And you know, I don't know if I can do this. And so walk me through what that shift was that you had. Yeah, we had a session about finding our why, right? Like, why am I doing this, right? After the call there or during the call, I was doing a bit after call. I just took time, like, just really, okay, I'll, I'll make the effort to do this. And and why am I doing this? And, you know, figured, okay, so we're trying to live here in Toronto and have a good life. And then, I guess, long story short, one of the questions was, if you don't do this, right, what are you going to tell people, right? So the people that matter. So obviously, I'm trying to do this for my family, for my kids. So if I don't do this, what happens? Well, then, you know, obviously, we can't afford where we live in. we got to make some changes. So the home, potentially, all that stuff. And so what am I going to tell my kids? I say, okay, it's a moving day. You know, we're going to move. Obviously, they'll be sad. I said, but what am I going to tell them? We have to move because your father can't talk to human beings. That's what sales is. It's getting on the phone, talking to people. And so I thought that, and I picture that, so picture right now, that's going to be me. If you see yourselves in the living room, you know, moving boxes saying, that's what I'm going to say, you know? And then when that hit me, it's like, that's not an answer, right? So 
get on the damn phone. So right, I got Dude, the, the phone. first time you t- even when you tell me now, I still get goosebumps when you share this with me because I'm just like, that is a visceral. Like you talk about why there's a why, and then it's what happens if I don't, which is a powerful question. And then to picture in your mind sitting there telling your little boys, hey, oh by the way, you know we got to change schools. And then you're just like, what the heck? Like all of a sudden it was like that thing that went snap. And then I was just like, I just saw you go like a a rocket ship from there. You still had ups and downs, but like from that point, it seemed like that was it. The shift was in. If it didn't work, it wasn't going to be because of that. You were going to be like, there's going to be some other reason. I'm going to be able to tell my kids it's not going to be because I was not willing to talk to human beings. Yeah, and I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, you just have your marching orders, right? Just get it done. And it's funny because looking back now, and honestly, anybody listening, like we all have the capability. Right? I always remember talking to a friend of mine that was in the industry. He's pretty high up in the industry. I honestly asked him way back then when before I started all this is, do you think I'm capable of being a mortgage agent, right? And he answered me, yes, of course, you have capabilities. You're a smart guy. You're a good guy. But when I think back about questions, like, absolutely. Like, why would I even ask? Of course, I have the capability, the abilities to do this, right? It's just more the desire. Do you desire enough to be uncomfortable to do things you haven't done before, right? Which is call human beings all the time, right? In order to do it. That's all it is, right? And so it's not a capability thing, right? So if I ever was going to fail, it's not because my mind is can't, you know, process the industry it's just a choice right i choose not to be uncomfortable and that's going to be you know why the reason i tap out right so looking back at all that and when i meet other people now it's like you know 99 times out of 100 of course you have the capability and you've probably already done something 10 times in your life that are much harder than this and you've gone through them successfully you know everything from immigrating or giving birth to a child or having a family or all these things in life that make you do things Mm -hmm. Um, that are difficult but the rewards are great like this is kind of the same just throw yourself in there know it's going to be uncomfortable right everyday challenges but you almost kind of enjoy it now enjoy that oh man here we go right and seeing what we can do with this to make it better and it's a challenge who's going to challenge me today what's going to challenge me today and and you enjoy it right it's not like Mm -hmm. you reach a a zenith and then you're just relaxing it's just every day there's always a new challenge there's always a new you know they say new level new devil so like there's always a new set of challenges and problems that you have to wrestle through so it's awesome i just love your story you know i hadn't chatted with you in a while so i think it's amazing where you're at in your business and yeah you just keep going like you have everything you need to continue to grow to what you're happy with so let me ask you some rapid fire questions you know so you can answer these with shorter answers so what's one thing people can't find out about you from google my biggest personal joy is being on a soccer field the football field for the non-north americans out there get to learn about yourself right and part of it is yeah i enjoy that i miss that and i try to do as much as possible being on a soccer field and kicking the ball around with friends Right. Uh, South America football, you know, not North American football, but football is huge. So what about a movie everybody should watch at least once? I think that everybody should watch Rocky, right? The first movie, but only after hearing the story of how Sylvester Stallone himself got the movie made, right? Because both the movie and how he actually got the script to be made into a movie is a is a real good story about self-belief against all. Oh, it's an amazing story of how he got that movie out there. Yeah, you're right. There's a guy who dealt with some adversity. So, okay, what's one cool piece of tech that you can't run your business though? You mentioned Door, I think. Is there another one? Yeah, but as far as tech that I can't run without, so I need uh, my CRM, which for me is a spreadsheet, right? I'm a tech guy, so it's easy to put rows and yeah. columns together. So I just use, and then I need my phone. Yeah. And then my headset now, so I can just be on the phone all kinds and just talk to people my crm which is my spreadsheet a telephone and a headset and yeah it's pretty basic stuff right it's amazing what you can do you know 20 million and you've got like very small overhead in terms of tools compared to like a contractor or something it's nuts um so what's the best advice you received as a new mortgage broker 
through your program, I consistently get back is that it's all about the mindset, man. It's all about the mindset. Any issues with regards to the success of the business or anything is all between my ears, right? So that's the only thing that's keeping me back from any success that's out there because there's so much success to be made out there and helping people and seeing how we can you know, support their lives and all that good stuff. You guys kept drilling that into me. And once I realized, yeah, that is nothing to do with stuff outside of me. That's all just between my ears. Then uh, it's hard to sometimes admit, but it's also easy to address. And let's just, I just got to prove myself. Right? Do the so, inner work. Outer world, you're not going to change, but you change the inner world. And all of a sudden, like who knows what's possible. So knowing what you know now, so, you know, two years and a bit into it, if you could go back and start over, you know, what kind of advice would you give yourself? Yeah. So it's a bit of a slow starter, like say like half in, half out. So I would say like once you're in, just you need to make sure that every single person that you have ever come into contact with knows that you're a mortgage agent, right? Because the deals are happening all the time, right? And to be a successful agent, have a successful mortgage business, you really only need a very, very small slice, right? You can always be ambitious and go for more, but to have a great career, you have a very small slice of all the transactions that go occur on any given day within your region. What I found is that when I first started, I wouldn't call everybody because I had some issue in my head where I said, oh, that person doesn't want to hear from me. But after a few months, I would inevitably get to them, you know, and find run out of excuses not to contact them. And then, you know, it would always be a great conversation and it'd be wonderful to rekindle. But for a lot of those conversations, they all said, oh yeah, sorry, it's too bad I didn't hear about this a couple months ago because I just renewed or I just refinanced or just purchased another property. It would have been great to have used it, right? So now if I think back to my first year or in that year I did 10 million, I could have made probably 20 million, right? Just because of all those conversations. Now, obviously I put them in my CRM and for the next time they're around, I'll be there for them. But you don't even have to know what it is that you're doing or, you know, your, your competence doesn't have to be that high. You don't have to be perfect before you do this. Just go out and make sure that every single person, you know, go through old emails, old email accounts, calendars, LinkedIn, Facebook, you know, everybody. Just reach out to every single, everybody you got an email or phone call, just let them know your mortgages and you'll just catch timely deals, right? You will, yeah, them. for sure. They'll fall in your lap. And if you wait like you did, this is a very powerful reminder of what happens. And you'll get those stories like, oh, man, I wish you'd have called me three months ago. And you're like, I could have. I just didn't. And now <laughs> I'm like, right. oh, my gosh. But you do that a few times. And what happens is, though, you learn and you're like, wait a second. OK, you know, all the excuses are gone. I'm just going to reach out to folks and whatever will be will be. So that's amazing. Any other advice you give yourself? Read Dustin Woodhouse's book, Volume 1, right? I think Volume 1 for before you decide to be a mortgage agent, if you read that, if you already are one, then you should read it anyway. But I think that's the state of the nation as to what the industry is about, what's it going to take in the first year to get moving. Right. That's awesome. Well, and Augusta, where can people find you online? Yeah, so I work at SafeBridge Mortgages, right? So safebridgemortgages.com. You got my email there, Augusta at safebridgemortgages.com. And uh, I'm always happy to talk to anybody and see uh, if I can help them in any small way as much as you and everybody else in your program is helping. Dude, that's amazing. So again, absolutely love catching up with you. Super impressed with like, you know, you went through that whole valley of like, oh my gosh, self-doubt and figured out your why that turned the switch for you so that you're able to like now turn this into a career and support your family. So let's do, you know, hats off to you. And I'm excited to see where you go in the coming years. Yeah, so am I. Really appreciate it. Again, it's real, it's happening. And it's just a matter of continually getting better, both myself, the process, and that way we can have more people and help families in Canada grow. It's wonderful. Right. Awesome. Thanks, Augusto, brother. We'll, we'll be chatting again soon. All right. Take care, Scott. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.